1: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production, now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Okay, you've watched The
3: Dan Patrick Show. You know that some of us are follically challenged. Uh, Fur Hymns has been a huge help to several cast members of The Dan Patrick Show. Now, you've heard us talking about Hymns and how they're helping guys look their best. If you haven't checked it out yet, it's time to see what they're all about. Now, 66% of men start to lose their hair by age 35. And once you've noticed thinning hair... It can be too late. Now, forhymns.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skincare, sexual wellness for men. It's time to write a new chapter, one in which you have hair. Hymns is helping guys be the best versions of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss. Right now, our listeners can get started with their first month free. Go to ForHimms.com slash Patrick. That's forhymns.com slash P-A-T-R-I-C-K. Prescription requires an online consultation with a physician who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Offer valid only if prescribed. Three-month minimum subscription. Additional restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Remember, 4 slash Patrick. That's 4 slash Patrick
0: broadcasting from the mercedes man cave there's nothing complimentary about saying he's a nice little player no
2: no there's no compliment in that but he always said you know i like draymond well okay this is dan patrick ah welcome to the program what a cheery cheery day it is in the world of sports welcome Uh, we started running down the list of things to talk about today and it just, you know, you're sort of enveloped by this coronavirus, enveloped. Sports World continues to adjust to the spread of the coronavirus, and it's important how we talk about this story because even yesterday, when I started to bring it up, then all of a sudden it's party lines, it's political. I'm not trying to weaponize coron- the coronavirus. I'm just trying to be smart about it. I don't know. I don't have the answers, but I'm trying, and I'm covering the sports angle with this. It gets heated. It gets ugly. You know, this is what happens in the world of sports. It's my team versus your, your team here. But, um, you know, this kind of discourse is certainly spread into other areas. And then the social media folks come in and magnify our differences even more. And we're seeing some of this when it comes to the coronavirus' impact on sports. And some say canceling the games is going too far. Others say we're not going far enough. Hey, look at what happened in Italy. It just started out with a couple of hundred, and then all of a sudden – You've got an entire northern – or the northern part of Italy is uh, quarantine. Fans are extremely connected to the NCAA tournament. The Ivy League canceled its basketball tournament. And while I feel terrible for those athletes, you know, the fans that want to see their school get an opportunity to go to um, the NCAA tournament, I don't know, maybe we collaborate. Maybe we communicate. Maybe we just try to stay informed here. Because when it comes to the coronavirus in sports – we have plenty to yell at each other about when uh, the real sports uh, continue, uh, resume, but, but not now. I mean, it's just, I don't know what the right answer is. I don't know if anybody does. I do know that money is going to play a role in this with March Madness. I also think that, you know, the potential of lawsuits here will play a role in this. You know, you got coaches, you got commissioners, athletic directors who say, well, March Madness is going to go on. It will. It has to go on. I don't know. You know, the Ivy League canceling its basketball tournament. The Ivy League didn't have a conference basketball tournament three years ago. Now, it's the Ivy League, and it was a fourteen playoff, and if I'm Harvard, I'm disappointed because I beat Yale twice during the regular season, I believe, and Yale's going to the NCAA tournament. But could you have played this without fans? That's what I was curious about. And why is it okay that Yale – can't play in its conference tournament, but it can go to March Madness. And we called everybody here to see if somebody wanted to talk. Tommy Amaker at uh, Harvard. And, you know, they politely declined, which I understand. Because I, I don't know if this is a winnable situation for somebody. But all we're doing is trying to monitor this, trying to understand this. And it's not just as a radio host talking about the sports aspect. It's about what we do in our everyday life. Go into New York City. Uh, my daughter was sent home, so she was going to be working from home. Another daughter sent home from school. So it happens to us. We're trying to figure this out as well. But, you know, when, I had somebody yesterday call in and say, oh, you know, you got to have games. I mean, I, I can't imagine missing LeBron throwing the chalk in the air. I'm like, what? Of all the things that you're going to miss, it would be LeBron with his powder before the beginning of the game? So – You know, we'll continue to talk about this, see what happens. I was waiting for a domino to fall, and I thought it was going to be something to do with the NBA. Now what you're finding is some of these, the NBA and Major League Baseball are looking at swapping uh, games where if the home city, uh, like Seattle, Seattle for baseball, uh, you know, with Texas, I think they open up at the end of March, they might have to flip it to Texas. But by then, who knows what's going to be happening in Arlington. It's it's very fluid now. But I think the reaction, the overreaction, the underreaction, I would I'd rather overreact than look back and going and go, Man, what were we thinking? Because it didn't start like much in Italy. I think it was six hundred cases, maybe seven hundred, and then it exploded. And we're about ten days behind them, and that's what my big concern would be. Uh, put you in an arena? Do you want to go? Do you have to sign a waiver to go to a, an arena? There's a lot here, a lot to untangle. And I don't think it's simple. And I think as sports fans, we go, oh, come on, we're Americans. We fight through it. We don't let something like a virus hold us down. Okay. You know, I just, I I would plead with caution with this, or at least more understanding, more research with it, because, you're going to make a decision or not make a decision and you don't know how that's going to affect somebody. But if it's okay for you to go to March Madness, but not have your conference tournament, I find that hypocritical. Now they may not have any legal recourse to say to the Yale basketball team, Hey, uh, we can't prevent you from going there. We can prevent you from playing in a conference basketball tournament. We can't prevent you from going to March Madness. So, uh, we we continue to untangle this. It's not over by any means. With uh, you know somebody doing something drastic here, and it might seem like it's drastic, but in a couple of weeks, a month, it might not appear as drastic. But in the meantime, we continue to watch sports. I watched basketball last night. I watched the Horizon League. There was a lot of games. I watched Gonzaga last night. There's a lot of fans in the stands, and they're probably saying, "Hey." I'm okay. Are we going to test you? Are there going to be tests? Will, will we have a test in time? That's another thing. We don't even have a test yet. To get a test that you might take. I told you a friend of mine who was in uh, Vietnam went to a bar. They made him, they they, text, uh, uh, t- they took his temperature to see if he had a temperature, and he didn't so he could go into the bar. Like, I don't know where we're going, but I see what's happening in other countries, and they're about two weeks, three weeks uh, ahead of us in what has happened with the coronavirus. Yeah, Paul.
1: It must be really tough, though, if you're like a 20-year-old perfect health college athlete being told you can't play a weekend tournament. You've been playing games. You can play all this stuff. You feel fine. You can't even play without the crowd around. That's got to be tough to swallow because when you're 20, you think invincibility. Yeah. There, is, There is no consequences. Yeah. That's got to be real. You you played basketball at a high level. Yeah. Can you imagine having to deal with that when you're perfectly healthy?
2: Well, also, you know, if you get the virus, but it doesn't affect you, but you pass it on to somebody who could be older and it affects that, like they're just – there's always these worst-case scenarios. And I think you have to think worst-case scenario with a situation like this and then work our way back because I don't think you can inch along with this and go, yeah, it doesn't seem that bad. It's starting to get a little worse. But, but it's weird how there's no universal thing by the
1: NCAA that they, they – and the NCAA controls all these teams. So the Horizon League can play their tournament and they're fine and that's safe, but the Ivy League cannot. And then the Big Ten can
2: and then whatever other league cannot. It, well, it seems odd. The SEC tournament full speed ahead, from what I'm told, that uh, you know they're not nobody's that concerned. Or at least they don't give the appearance they're that concerned. This program brought to you by Tekovas. it's spelled T E C O V A S dot com slash D P. Go to the website. Tecova's boots, handmade, full-grain leathers, world-class bootmakers. Tacovis cuts out the middleman, sells directly to you at amazing prices. Shipping returns, exchanges are free and easy. Western goods for new frontiers. You got a poll question, McLovin? Uh, yeah, I don't
3: know if we would probably wouldn't want to do a coronavirus poll, but I wonder if our audience would change the way they go to games. Like, would you, would you be not go to a game now? What do you uh, think people would
2: say? I'd be curious... How, you know, our audience feels about this. Because I, I I, would go to games. Like, in my mind, I would go to a game. Uh, but I don't, I, and I'm probably in the minority here. Uh, that I would just say, okay, I'm, I'm going to go. I still want to live my life. I just want to be smart with what I'm doing. Like, what are precautions that I can take? And take those precautions and continue to live my life. But... Would I go to a sporting event now? Yeah, I would. Yeah, club. So at NCAA tournament game, you definitely right, would go. Right, right now I would, but that could change in an hour. It could change by tomorrow. You know, Paulie's going to a hockey game tomorrow night.
1: I went to a college basketball game three nights ago. You know, I, I behaved differently when I went there. All the people that I knew and saw, there weren't any handshakes. Yeah. We all agreed to not handshake each other, and no one even had to say it. And tomorrow I'm going to see a college hockey game. Again, there's probably gonna be a thousand people in a big stadium. I don't have to sit on top of anybody. It's convenient, but when I see
2: people, I'm probably not gonna shake their hands or give them a hug. I just I give them. Yesterday, I saw a friend. I just gave him fake dap. like, it, we we're like two feet away. And I said, all right, just put your fist out. It, it's all right. I mean, we're fine. Hey, you didn't shake my hand. You didn't give me a bro hug. Whatever. A little dap. That's a fake dap. We're good. Yeah, see. But anyway, so you're assuming that you have
0: to actually make physical contact with somebody to get it, I mean, this, it's airborne anyway, you know, so you're just sharing the same space. You don't even have to touch each other. You're going to get it.
2: Uh, I like that poll question, McLovin. I'm just curious how fans would vote. Uh, Dan Walken, uh, great columnist for USA Today, he's going to join us next hour. He said they should cancel March Madness NCAA tournament. Um and, and look, that's that's a it's a drastic move. That's being very proactive here. Um, I I need a little bit more information here. Yes, Eden. How important
0: is this year's NCAA tournament to future NCAA tournaments? In that, like, do, do they need the revenue and the money made from this one
2: to in order that future tournaments are like viable? I don't know if there's an act of God clause in these TV contracts that if something would happen to the building where you're having March Madness or the Final Four and you couldn't play it. But there are a lot of schools that depend on this revenue here and you know the, the entire conferences. So I, I, I don't it feels like the NCAA would be okay. I'm just worried about the secondary sports in a lot of these schools that might get the trickle-down money from the NCAA. I don't know where this billion-dollar goes with the NCAA. But I'm thinking the important, the importance of that money could be you could have the secondary sports uh, be a victim of this. I think that that would probably be the case. But I think the NCAA would be okay if you don't have March Madness this year. Eight seven seven three dp show email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle DP dpshow. Thank you for the reaction to uh, youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, the audience has been unbelievable. You know, close to 100,000 every day watching the program on YouTube uh, and also listening on the radio. Uh, thank you. Fox Sports Radio lineup here, 362 affiliates around the country. So uh, the Ivy League cancels men's and women's conference tournaments. This isn't a big revenue stream for this con- for the uh, Ivy League. But if the SEC or the Big Ten or the ACC cancel, then that's a little bit different. Uh, I wasn't sure if you were going to have a bigger conference. I felt like it was going to be somebody, a smaller conference that was going to start it or an NBA game or games that were played without fans in attendance. But uh, the Ivy league strikes first here, Robert Morris, Northern Kentucky, Gonzaga, Hofstra, and North Dakota state. All get their uh, tournament bids last night. Also talk about the NFL teams uh, proposing a sky judge, which I think is a great idea. I'm surprised that it, Well, it wasn't passed before. This came up decades ago. I think the the late Steeler owner, Art Rooney, came up with this about having a sky judge, basically somebody there who could help the officials because that person gets to see everything. Why is it that we have more information at our fingertips watching a football game than the people who are going to make the call at that football game? Have a sky judge, have communications down to the official, head official, and just say, you might you, know, you want to review that. Hey, you guys missed the call. Hey, that's a bad spot on this. If the if the goal is to get it right, and with the advent of gambling, man, you got to get it right. You got to get it right. And I think having that sky judge and plus this will take away the those reviews that are interminable, where you just go, how are they taking five minutes to review something that we saw they made the wrong call. That's all. And maybe that sky judge will help because you don't wait for a call. He's going to be there in their ear going, uh, review that. Uh, You missed that. And then they huddle up. And that was always my big knock on what happened in the Saints-Rams game. All it took was one person to say, uh, huddle up, you missed the call. Because if you huddle up, like nobody's going to go, you know, be critical of that. Hey, let's huddle up. Yep, missed the call. Let's look at it. Okay, we missed that call. That's all. But egos played a role in that. Egos definitely played a role in that. Because I do believe there was an official who wanted to help out the, that official who missed the call, and he waved them off. And all I had to do is just say, hey, what? Hey, you know what? You missed the call. Okay, are you sure? Yeah, yeah, you did. But having that sky judge, absolutely. All for that. If If you make the call correct... It drives me crazy when I watch, and you're, you get replay, and you go, well, they got to they got get this right. right?" And then they'll spend five minutes, and you go, are you kidding me? How did you get it wrong again? As long as the Sky Judge, and then I like how the NFL goes, hey, and we're going to be uh, uh, creating uh, 13 more jobs. Oh, my God. Well, that's incredible. Yes, Paul? That would be a great
1: title on a business card. It's Paul Papp's Sky, sky judge. judge. It just sounds so Terminator 2-ish. <laughs> You know, you wear, like, a black coat and black pants all over the place. It, it does sound like
0: a Tom Cruise movie or something. Like, yeah. some futuristic, you know, thriller.
2: <laughs> Sky, Judge. Sky Judge. Well, didn't that, uh, wasn't that James Bond, like, Skyfall or Ooh. something? Yeah. Sky, Sky Judge. Judge. Yeah,
4: Skyfall Skyfall and you had Judge Dredd. You yeah. yeah. Together in Daniel
2: Craig stars as Sky Judge. Yes, dude. Yeah. Daniel Craig. Yes. He it. still yes. belongs in this movie. Yes, he does. We won't let him go. All right, phone calls are welcome. We'll settle on poll question uh, the columnist who says that uh, we should cancel March Madness will join us coming up next hour. We'll take a break. It's 17 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show.
4: Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com. Get a quote and see how much you can save it's geico easy visit geico.com today that's geico.com once again it's geico easy visit geico.com today geico.com credible.com is an online marketplace that gets you pre-qualified student loan refinancing rates from up to 10 different lenders It helps people get out of student loan debt, and if you've got student loan debt, you can benefit from this product with a lower rate. You can save on interest or lower your monthly payment. It's more money in your pocket. With a shorter loan term, you can get debt-free faster, consolidate all your student loan bills in one place. Serious peace of mind. Credible customers have given awesome reviews about how much better their lives have been after refinancing their student loans. On Credible, you see actual pre-qualified rates from up to 10 lenders, whereas with some online marketplaces, you'll get ranges of rates or ballpark estimates. It only takes a couple of minutes to check rates. Checking rates doesn't impact your credit. They never sell your data, so you won't receive spam and phone calls from dozens of lenders. We know how much we don't like that. Please visit Credible.com. That's C-R-E-D-I-B-L-E.com. And when you refinance your student loans using this link... They'll give you a $200 gift card. Fill in a couple of pieces of info to check what rates you are eligible for. Again, that's Credible.com slash Dan. Refinance your student loans. And you know what? Start saving now.
2: Big day yesterday. Charles Barkley came on the show and created some buzz around uh, the entertainment world where he uh, made the comparison with uh, Draymond Green and uh, somebody in a boy band uh, like Sync, where you're not Justin Timberlake, but you act like you're Justin Timberlake. And I haven't seen any comment from Draymond Green to follow up on that with Barkley. Uh, we did hear from Joey Fatone, who was in uh, sync, and he said, you know, thank you for the shout-out on the show and that Charles Barkley had Joey Fatone's back. Yes, he-
0: So I sort of followed through that uh, Twitter thread there with Joey Fatone, mm-hmm. and somebody had copied him on it and said, uh, basically, like, well, if you're so not famous, how did they know your name? Sort of like saying, like, don't worry, Joey, you are actually that famous. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's famous. Right. So I'm just saying that there's still diehard in uh and Joey Fatone fans that are, uh, you don't want to get them riled up,
2: Dan. Oh, I, I get that. I mean, it, like, I wouldn't take on One Direction. The, uh, what are they, uh, the Directioners? What are they? Come on. No, I don't know. You, the onesies? Uh, 1D? I don't know. I should know that now that I'm friends Air quotes with uh, Harry Styles. Just don't. They'll go after the believers, Dan. You want no part of those little ankle biters. The believers. Believers. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, the monsters with Lady Gaga. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm respectful with those fan bases there. But Joey Fatone, Lance Bass, gotta mention, yeah, yeah. But uh, they're not Justin Timberlake, and I think that's what Charles was saying there. Uh, but uh, Joey Fatone, thank you, thank you for the shout out there. We appreciate that. Joey's actually, a very nice guy. I, uh, I. I stood next to him at the Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade. Of course you did. I did. Of course. Yeah. Like just on the sidelines or in the parade? No, on on watching it. Coincidentally? Like yeah. or you weren't like
1: booked with him like No. Hey there's damn Patrick of Joey no. tone. No. You, you weren't on a
0: float, you were just standing there watching and then one of the guys from InSync was standing next to you? Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> I live a very interesting life. Yes. Yes. What sure. do you say
0: when the
4: parade's over? Bye, bye, bye. Did you do one of those? Of it. Seven. Plus three minus
2: one dollar reference. Thank well, you, thank you, Tom. Mm. I I didn't say I I I didn't even think of that. I probably didn't know any Instinct songs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that either. Britney Spears solo. Ah, oh, come on, you know, let that go. Never. Let that go. I'm proud that I went to a Britney Spears concert by myself. Good for you. Why not? Yes. Wow. Yes. Remember Uh, I begged you not to mention that on the radio? Yes, you did. Like, don't mention that on the radio. And I went, no, no, I have no problem with that. And you share with the audience there. They share with me, I share with them. Tokyo Olympic president dismisses comments about delaying the games. Uh, The president of the Tokyo Olympic Organizing Committee said Wednesday he's received an apology from a board member who said the games should be delayed a year or two because... Of the coronavirus. There is no plan now to change our plans. Yeah, Yeah, right now. Uh, The games open July 24th as planned. Man, I didn't know it was July 24th. For some reason, I thought it was uh, in August, not in uh, July. It'll go to August, but I thought it started in August. Uh, Kendall in Houston joins us this morning. Hi Kendall, what do you have for me today?
4: Hey Dan, five nine, one ninety five. So I attended the Rockets game last night, which was pretty packed. Just south of downtown they had the
3: rodeo for nineteen nights in a row for fifty to sixty thousand people. My daughter goes to U T in Austin and they're canceling classes after spring break.
2: I know. I know. Uh, I, but I, I just think, you know, there's lawsuits, potential lawsuits. I think that that's really what's going on with uh, the NCAA tournament. And, uh, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But I, it's about there's money involved in this as well. Um, you know, you want to make the right decision for the right reasons. And when it comes to March Madness and the amount of money that's at stake here, that's where I think they're going to go kicking and screaming before they – Cancel it or play it in front of uh, you know empty arenas, but we'll we'll have more on that as well. I mentioned the Charles Barkley sound. Let me uh, bring it back in case you missed it yesterday at this time. Charles talking about Draymond Green and their little back and forth feud.
0: Draymond Green is, is uh, he's a nice guy. I like Draymond, uh, and he's a good player. But you know what he is? He's like the guy in the boy band who's the least important member. <laughs> And he think he think the crowd is like cheering for him. He doesn't realize he's standing next to Justin Timberlake. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: he's the least famous person in the boy band, and he thinks he's a star.
2: So he's Joey. He's Joey Fatone.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna talk about Joey. I know Joey. Okay,
2: a Lance Bass. He's Lance Stop Bass. Stop it, man. We're not gonna
0: insult <laughs> it about it. But he's like in the boy band, who's lucky to be in the boy band, and like he think all the girls are screaming for him. And like no, they're screaming for Justin Timberlake. You're just in the band. Enjoy being in the band because you're never gonna have any hit singles. Uh, but that's but he's a nice guy. I like messing with him. Um, I do. I like messing with him. But he first of all, he 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 don't have a face for TV. He's got a face for radio, so he's not gonna get my TV gig. <laughs>
2: That's pretty good by Charles yesterday. I, I'm curious with Draymond Green because Draymond doesn't—it doesn't feel like he has a sense of humor. When he fires back, he fires back to inflict a, a little bit of pain on Charles. But we'll see. We'll see if uh, that happens. Yes, Todd.
4: I just think it's uh, fantastic. But has he commented yet on that? I haven't heard
2: anything not, from him. I don't think so. But
4: he does get that bitter thing. He seems like he's not as playful as you would hope he'd be about that, that he's going to have to take a shot at Charles and be mean-spirited about whatever response he might make.
2: This is what Charles does. This is what Charles does for a living. So, I i, I mean, he's been doing it for decades now. That, that, if I'm Draymond Green, I'd choose my words carefully because Charles, when you have the microphone, you have the power, and Charles always has the microphone. Yeah, Paulie? Draymond does have a picture of his
1: rings, as his only go-to. That's his go-to. and yeah. it, It'll work for a lot of people because having rings is fantastic. He could never say he's a better player, but you know, if he takes a picture of those rings and just sends it back to Chuck, that's his only scoreboard move.
2: And there are a lot of guys who could take pictures of rings and send it to Charles Barkley, but I still think Charles, as he said, of course I would take my career. I'm, I'm one of the greatest players of all time. Although I feel like Draymond Green, 15 or 20 years down the road, of all of those players in Golden State, he'll be the one that we hear from and talk about because he's into so many different things. I mean, he, he, he's really an interesting guy. Um, and, you know, Steph Curry, who knows what Steph does 15 years from now or what Klay Thompson does. But it feels like Draymond Green is going to be doing something that he will be in the spotlight, uh, you know, business-wise. Yeah, Paul. But if you talk about Barkley's
1: second career, there may not be an athlete who's had a better media career. If you said who's the most valuable person in all of sports media, Tony Romo's worth 17. If Tony Romo's worth 17, Charles is worth 25. Because that show, and TNT, Shaq's great. Kenny, those guys, Ernie, great. That is a Charles Barkley show. It's like, remember American Idol with Simon Cowell? Yeah. You take away Simon Cowell, that the show is no longer compelling. I think Charles Barkley by far is the most valuable person in sports media.
2: Yeah, I think because of the entertainment. He's not an analyst. He's just a studio host. And you, you're not getting that much. You know, the analyst is there for three, three and three and a half, four hours. You know, Charles is pregame and then halftime and post. But in those moments, Charles is must-see TV. He's got a tune-in factor there. Yes, he-
0: and it's crazy, too, that TNT had to balance that out with sort of a literally larger-than-life figure in Shaq. That's like the only counterpart they could come up with where it wasn't sort of the Charles show to they had to get somebody else that massive, both in personality
2: and, and stature. I, I didn't think that Shaq would work. I, I just I didn't I, I knew he was a playful guy. Uh, you know I've been in a couple of Sandler movies with him. I've been around him where he's just playful. He wants to have fun. I just didn't know if he cared about the NBA enough to be in that role. And maybe you don't have to care about the NBA that much because they do a great job in setting up skits there. And Kenny Smith can be the guy who can be the information guy and Ernie. But uh, I look at Charles the way I did John Madden. Like John Madden, people forget, was a Hall of Fame coach. And then he became this great analyst, a Hall of Fame analyst, and then gave us Madden. Uh, You know, that's probably – is there a better success story as far, as far as somebody going from being on the field to then being an analyst um, in sports? Yeah, club.
3: Maybe Romo in a way.
2: Well, no, Madden Madden has made yeah. billions of dollars. I mean, that video game, that, that, you know, as being an analyst, he started, you know, he had three Hall of Fame careers, entrepreneur as an analyst and then uh, as a coach. Jordan is two-thirds of the way there. He hasn't had much luck as an owner yet.
3: Or whatever he is. Well, he's not an analyst.
2: Yeah. No, he no, he's made all that money in his uh, Air Jordan brand. Yeah, but I'm talking about somebody who goes in, so he has three different careers.
3: Uh, I was going to say one thing about Barkley. Don't think that he works. You have overplayed. He always says, I don't watch the games. Well, he, he doesn't tell us a, that. He said, like, do you think he watched Nick's Wizards last night before the halftime?
2: No. 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 Even, even though he was supposed to, he probably didn't. And then he's got to do March Madness now. And there are times when I went, uh, I don't know if Charles watched that game. I don't know how much time he spent watching that game.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Paul. Remember, a couple of years ago, we tried to fake our way through March Madness games, like we didn't see UTSA versus uh, Texas State. Like, you got to get into the big man. You got to get it down low to your senior big men in a tight game. Slow it down. Make it a half-court game. You could analyze any game.
2: You can always BS somebody by saying, you know, hey, it's you got to have some bigs. Got to have some rim protectors. And uh, you know what? You know, what I like about this matchup. You got some guys who are not afraid to shoot three. Got to make your free throws. You know,
0: yeah, see. That's the only difference with Charles and like eighty percent of the rest of the media is that he admits
2: that he did it. <laughs> Everybody else just acts like they did. Uh, Matthew in Virginia. Hey, Matthew, what do you have for me today? Hey, Dan, six one one seventy five. So I'm calling in to try and convince you guys to come down to Virginia for Nickelback Night in June. Mm. Hmm. Um, not only is Salem home to the once in a Lifetime Nickelback Night, there's a bunch of really good breweries in the area that I think you and the Danettes would love. Uh, one of the local restaurants was actually featured on the Today Show a few weeks ago, and they have Wolf Pup and Mango Cart on tap. Um, and I actually played college ball down in Salem, and my coach has agreed to put you guys up in a nice hotel room in Hotel Roanoke. Um, and we've been in communication with the Salem Sox GM. Now, is it one, one actually- room? Is, Matthew, is it one hotel room? There's five uh, of you know,
1: we could we we could stretch our budget, okay, on, if, that would, right. if that would if that convince y'all.
2: If uh, if Nickel backs yeah. in, then I'm in.
1: Okay, awesome.
2: All right, Yeah, see, Hotel
0: Roanoke is gorgeous, but a lovely place. All right, all right. I'm looking at it right now on the internet, and it
2: is looks very suitable. Yeah, I almost honeymoon there, but uh, I decided uh, I went to London instead. Uh, yes, Priti.
4: You went to London over Hotel Rowan. Yes, I did. That was close, though.
2: Yeah, it was. It was a toss-up there. The last right, where the we system. were going to honeymoon there. But, yeah, uh, Salem, Virginia, Nickelback Night in June. On a Friday night, too. I, if Nickelback's in, then I'm in. You guys in? Satan? Heck yeah. All right. Pritchy?
4: Nickelback, why not?
2: Yeah, I like that stuff. What about you, McLovin? That doesn't seem I, like it's I, in your musical uh, repertoire. I have a family thing that weekend. Oh, the, oh, the, yeah. the family! <laughs> you you don't know what it is, but you're going to have a family thing that weekend. He's planning it right now. You know, Full yeah. honesty here. <laughs> I
3: looked at the map of where this place was. I'm like, wow, that's that's a part of the country I've never been to. I don't know if I need to uh, go down there. Right? <laughs>
2: it just seems really far
3: away in the middle. Like it's, it's not like we're it's, going it's, down to DC. It's two
2: hours away by by plane. By plane, yeah. It's Mc You spend almost two hours driving home from work. <laughs> that's true. Can oh, so <laughs> we, so we go private? Uh, Easy. I don't think we can go private there.
0: Somebody get the Jeff back on the phone, or what was that fellow's name? Who's was just hooking us up with hotel rooms. Can we oh, charter a, a jet?
2: Yeah. Yeah, the team plane. Yeah, can we get the team plane? Yeah. The Salem Red Sox <laughs> charter.
3: What can we fly to of Westchester
2: to Roto? Uh, I, I don't know. I need to fly direct, though. And if I'm going, there's no there's no connecting flights if I'm going to go see Nickelback.
3: Honestly, I've been uh, It's so funny you say that. I've been looking at direct flights around called call board. That
2: will affect my decision. I, I Yeah, it has to be a direct flight. I, I can't connect. I can't go through Charlotte or Atlanta or wherever. All right, so we got our poll question. Uh, phone calls are welcome. Uh, by the way, our Celebrity Bracket Challenge. This is... I, I can't read the whole list of the celebrities involved in this, but th- this is the participants so far. And you're going to be involved in this. The audience is going to be involved in Celebrity Bracket Challenge. doesn't cost you anything. I got uh, Will Ferrell, Bryan Cranston, J.J. Watt's in this. Troy Aikman's in it. Alex Ovechkin is in it. Ty- Tyson Fury. Wait, are you sure? Well, Al- oh, no. You're making these up now. No, I'm not. Tyson Fury's in. Tyson Fury. Todd, is Tyson Fury in the celebrity Tyson bracket? Tyson Fury
4: has probably got a bracket.
2: Okay. Paulie. I know. I just, Ovechkin, you had me. I got Alex Ovechkin. I've got uh, Tyson Fury. Let me see who else is in here. Kristen Yelich from my Brewers. Um, Are you familiar with Extra with Billy Bush?
1: Billy Bush is on.
2: Billy Bush is not. Oh. Even better Jennifer Lommers is on. Toddler, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. has been, uh, you know what, <laughs> stalking here for nine years. I know.
4: I got the word about like 45 minutes ago, and just the day has been glorious ever since I got a note back. saying, Sure, I'll fill one of those out for you guys.
2: Fantastic. But no more emails, no more correspondence. Oh, that's, her. Right.
4: that's it. The only the next communication is her sending her bracket in, and then we put it in with the rest of them. That's all.
2: Jennifer Lommers, spectacular.
4: Alex Morgan. Alex Morgan.
2: That? Not the same as Jennifer Lommer's. No, but uh, I want to get some oh, more. I'll take yeah, Alex drinks. Morgan any day. Uh, I'll go with
1: Team Morgan on yeah. that. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with Team Morgan. Oh I saw you, Alex Morgan at a hotel
2: in a couple of week, months ago in LA. She's fantastic. Oh, I, I, had a great She's athlete. a great guest. She's a great guest. But I, I don't want to get into they're they're both great. And we're we're happy to have both of them on how would Lenn do on a penalty kick? Not very well. Um
4: Naomi Osaka and Sloane Stevens, How fun is that?
2: Todd, I thought I was doing oh, the sorry. list.
4: I'm excited that there's a lot more uh, women more than me, ever th- that are participating. Do you
2: realize how many times you've given me this list? Uh, just so I can say, Todd, you did a great job. I,
4: that's not what it is. I'm just excited about the mix. Uh, it's just an interesting mix I got a question
2: people. for you. Can you book any of these people?
4: That's a fantastic question. Yeah. That's a long way from uh, just yeah. getting them to fill out a bracket. Uh,
2: Michael Douglas, the great actor, is going to join us again. Look at that. Year two, Michael Douglas. Uh, let me see who else is in here. Clayton Kershaw's in here. Johnny Bench is in here. Yes, Tom. So I
4: got the word minutes ago. Mister Shaquille O'Neal is on <laughs> the
1: Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is in. Yeah. Actually, I made that one up.
2: That would have been a that would have been a Fritzy mention there. Well, with this list, that seems like it could be possible. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll take a break here. We got our play of the day coming up. Stat of the day. More phone calls as well. And next hour, a columnist who said we should cancel March Madness will tell you why right after this.
4: Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today, geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcast1.com. Clicking on the support this podcast button And there you will see all our wonderful sponsors That help make this show possible Thank you for downloading, subscribing And of course supporting And now back to the
2: show
3: Oh my god The
2: play Of the day
4: This is the play of the day
2: Check this out
0: Seven seconds to go jack against Williams Williams dribbling Williams fires it up for the leading He got it! Oh! Sierra Canyon has won it at the buzzer.
2: Little Nirvana. Smells like team spirit. Courtesy of Spectrum Sportsnet. Sierra Canyon, where LeBron James and Dwayne Wade's sons play. They will play for the state championship in Sacramento, I believe, on Saturday. So they pick up the win. Play of the day, play of the day brought to you by Tacovas. These boots are handmade with uh, full-grain leathers by world-class bootmakers. Tacovas cuts out the middlemen, sells directly to you at amazing prices. Shipping, returns, exchanges free and easy. Visit slash dp tacovas western goods for new frontiers. It's from uh, Billy in Butte, Montana. NFL draft in Vegas in April. They're expecting Close to 750,000 people for the event. Have you heard any rumblings on the effect of the coronavirus for the draft? Love the show. Great to have you on YouTube. Uh, It's five weeks away. and Now, this just my gut feeling, if you're asking me my opinion, I would say that attending the draft would be in doubt. That would be just my feeling. Considering where we are now, where we could be in a month, uh, hopefully we're in a great position in a month, but where it is now with the number of people. Um, And I'm still waiting to find out, you know, as we all are, is there another big sporting event or baseball game, basketball game, hockey, like who does something that's going to be dramatic? The Ivy league canceling its basketball tournament is not dramatic, you know, because that's not an athletics first league. It's not about money with them. But if you have some tournament games, then that's going to catch some people's attention here. And if you're the NFL, you're monitoring this. I mean, everybody's monitoring this, but it's just a matter of what happens next. Hopefully, something positive happens next. But you get the feeling if 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 we go along the same route that Italy has, this is going to get worse before it gets better. It could explode, uh, you know, with something where you know we're we're quarantined because that's what happened in Italy, and I think we're. I saw an expert saying I think we're seven to ten days behind them in getting out in front of this, and they didn't get out in front of it, and all of a sudden now you've shut down northern Italy. I don't know where we're, we're headed. Hopefully we get a test. Like, I, I would be happy to that if I knew we had a test here. And what do you do when you go into a sporting event here? Do you take a test? Do they check and see if you have a fever? Like, it sounds crazy, but... It's a crazy time. Yes, Tom.
4: Would you attend? I know you said currently you'd still attend a sporting event. If everyone had to wear masks, would you be part of that? And for the whole game, have one of those uncomfortable masks looking around an arena of everyone wearing something like that? No,
2: I wouldn't. If, if they said to wear a mask at the arena, then I wouldn't go to the arena. Mask night? Yeah. Well. But, you know, you logos. And- oh, yeah, sure. You can't get them. You can't get those masks anywhere. They're sold out. So even if I wanted to wear a mask. I don't have one. I have a
1: relative who works in the nursing industry who works at a major hospital. He said that the employees cleared out all the masks uh, without permission. You know, he told me that the other day, the paranoia even in, in trickling down to standard employees who have access to all this equipment. And he said the no, normal mask supply that they have at this local hospital cleared out. This is a week ago.
2: Even going to the store yesterday. And I, I was talking to the woman as I'm checking out, um, you know, with what I bought. And then I said, it's been crazy. And she said uh, certain items, people have bought all the bottled water that, that all the bottled water was taken. There were certain items that people are already coming in and, and taking So just preparatory situation here. Steve in California. Hi, Steve. What do you have for me today? Dan, how you doing? Good, nice sir. to meet your first time caller, longtime listener for a decade, at least Five nine one seventy seven just wanted to ask, uh, I know you guys have switched over to YouTube now. Uh, is there any chance we can get your presence in Huntington Beach for this year's uh, U.S. Open of Surfing for the Vans Tournament uh, in July? We were there. And, and by the way, Steve, thank you. Great voice on Steve. Uh, I think it was five or six years ago we were in Huntington Beach for that. And we had a great time. I mean, hey any reason to go out to uh, Manhattan Beach, Huntington Beach?, you know, I'm all in It's easy eleven yeah there. I'm good I'm, I'm good. I have no issue with that whatsoever. well, you know we're we're going to have a danette for a day. That's uh, the winner. I'm hoping Jennifer Lommers wins Danette of a, you know for the day. That'd be awesome.
4: We could make that a week, can we?
2: I don't know. I don't, you should reach out to Billy Bush and see if he wants to be involved in this. I mean, you should.
4: I invited Mario Lopez, too. I love that guy. Why not? Oh, it's fine. It's fine.
2: You know. But don't be afraid to book some guests, too, Todd. I mean, I,
1: this is nice
4: a little side thing. It's my little side part. This,
1: this celebrity uh, bracket contest is eerily similar to Fritzy's son's bar mitzvah video. It's almost uh, the same exact mm-hmm. list.
4: Repurposing, wow.
1: I, it seems like oh. the same list. I looked at it side wow. by side. Except for Michael Douglas, maybe.
2: Wow!
4: Couldn't get Jennifer Lomers to no, jump to the bar mitzvah. That you had to say something
2: about oh your son. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Uh, Darius Rucker's in there. J.J. Watt's in there. Barry Sanders in there. Wayne Gretzky, John Daly, Carissa Thompson. Uh, the Tyson Fury one is my favorite. That's like Zlatan. We did reach out to Zlatan to see if he wanted to be in the bracket challenge again.
4: <laughs> I love how he just wrote Duke as the champion. No, no. no.
2: He picked Zion.
4: Oh, he picked Zion. That's <laughs> why he <laughs> wrote Zion. He
2: just, he, he, just, better. he just wrote Zion on his bracket. <laughs> 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 and then he signed it, Zlatan. You won, Zlatan? you get Zlatan. All right. Uh, update the poll results, McLevin.
3: Will you change your live attendance habits? 74% say no. Okay. Hey,
2: right. you know. To each his own with this. Uh, I, I would go right now, but until further notice, yeah. I would go. I would just be cautious. You know? and, and I don't even know what that means anymore. You know, you don't have to shake hands to get this. You can still – don't have to come in contact with somebody You can still get this. Why is it that the uh, wrestlers are still allowed to wrestle in college? That's not a big deal. That's like – one-on-one, so... Yeah, you're playing basketball, you,
1: you're going against, you know, a dozen other people. Wrestlers, if the other guy's good to go, you're not wrestling a whole team. It's not 12 But
2: are you testing? Like, I don't, I don't know what happens with this when you, you go NCAA tournament wrestling? I don't know. Like, things you never thought you would be discussing. <laughs> you're going, God, I don't know. Can you wrestle against somebody? Do you have to test the wrestlers before they get into onto the mat? Yeah, McLovin.
3: And even testing, like a lot of people are asymptomatic anyway, or could be asymptomatic.
2: Good luck with that too. All righty, more phone calls coming up. Got our poll question. We'll stay with that poll question. Yes, McLovin. Sorry for that. At the end, that was a terrible <laughs> way to end the hour. Yeah, it was. So I tried the lammers. I, I, I tried the lammers. Yeah, I tried to pause to give a little distance between us, McLovin. <laughs> asymptomatic. <laughs>
1: Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify. And it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcasts. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcasts in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary. And simply search for our shows to start listening.